What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast. I'm Jones. And I'm Candace. And we're a real podcast having real conversations with real people. And, and welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast. podcast. What's up, C? Hey, Jones. You know, we got some noisy Bears fans in the background. Some raggedy-ass Bears fans in the background. <laughs> Call them raggedy? <laughs> you know I'm not here for it. You know I'm not here for it. You're not here for the Colts either, so you can't No, talk. no, 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 no. I, I support the Colts as the home team, but in my household, we are 49ers raggedy. fan. Whoa, 49? I thought you said Raiders. Oh, Raiders, you Raiders and 49ers. Okay. Yes, Raiders and 49ers. How you going to be Colts, Raiders, and 49ers in your house? Listen, listen. Eric is a 49er fan. Okay. My father-in-law is a Raider fan. Okay. And I support the Colts as I am a Indian native. Okay. All right. So, if you, you say know. so. Yeah. Okay. Go Colts. <laughs> Go Colts, Raiders. I mean, some 49ers. <laughs> you already know I love you some college. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> as you guys hear, we are on site again. Uh, I, I guess we're, we're liking this on site podcast uh, at a restaurant, but uh, we didn't expect it to be this loud. So um, hopefully, you guys don't mind the, <laughs> the like, chatter, like said, the banter, the, the bear fan <laughs> in the background. Um, but see, before we start, where can they find us? Um, all that good stuff. Okay, yeah, guys. So we're social. Um, we are on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. Make sure that you select the correct podcast when you're searching in the iTunes podcast store. It's the Stakes is High podcast. We're also using the hashtag Stakes is High. So check us out. We're on social media. I like to talk on Twitter. Jones refuses to join Twitter. He's a hater. Whatever. But <laughs> shout us out and talk to us because we talk back. Yeah, and when you go to uh, iTunes, make sure you put Stakes is High podcast because there's another Stakes is High. Um, subscribe, follow, please leave comments on iTunes because we get a lot of comments on SoundCloud. But, but not a lot of yeah, yeah, iTunes for the Apple users. Uh, we have Google. Um, Google Play. Google Play. We're on Stitcher. Y'all, Stitcher. y'all can find us wherever podcasts are being aired. Like, we are out there, so y'all can listen. Okay? Yeah, so please, uh, Apple users, iTunes, Google um, for the Android Android listeners, uh, please, 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 that helps us out. We're trying to get this thing rated and all that good stuff and, yeah. you know, hopefully make it bigger and bigger for you guys. All yeah. right? Yeah. Cool. See, we have a guest, we another have guest. A guest. Oh, shout out to Chef. Before we go, yes. Chef. Uh, thank you, Chef Oya. Yeah, thank you for coming <laughs> on. and um, My BB. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people like that episode. You Very make popular. Sure, once you get it, get your restaurant open, we're going to. We're gonna, you know, try to find a table in there to have a little table, have a little live, <laughs> yeah, a little no. live session up in there. Yeah. <laughs> Eat some good food. And I still don't have no cookies, so here we go. Here we go, <laughs> y'all. He's talking about these daggone cookies. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. So anyway, um, thank you, <laughs> Chef, uh, again, um, yes. and uh, you know, best wishes and uh, good luck to everything you're doing. All of that. All right. All of that. Um, we have a guest here. Um, before I got started with my podcast, there has been, um, you know, and like I said, like when, with C and I both and even, you know, before uh, C joined the team, I always wanted to have different uh, walks of life, uh, different businesses and different, just all different type of people on the episode to basically to promote themselves, to talk about their lifestyle, to talk about whatever it is. And then also we can have just, you know, real conversation with real people. Yeah. Um, so, uh I always wanted to have, um, uh, well, 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 before we go on, I'll introduce my guest. Let's, introduce, I, yeah, 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 so, let's introduce our guest um, first. Today we have, shout out to Sam. Uh, Sam uh, hooked me up uh, with this individual. Uh, I was telling her that I wanted to have uh, this, uh, uh, this, this person, uh, a person with this type of lifestyle. And Sam was like, yo, I have a good friend of mine. He's cool. Um, I want you guys, I want you to, I'm going to give you his number. I'm going to make sure it's all good. And um, he listened to the pop, a few of the episodes. So thank you for that. Yeah, and, uh, no but no further, I want to introduce Pedro. What's going on, man? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> good, good, good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. We're excited okay. to have you. Um, and a little anxious too, because you're always like, what is it about me that makes someone think that I have something good to say? Right? So that's. Yeah, yeah. But you've got a story. Pedro, yes. Pedro got nervous. When I hit record, he said, I got to use the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> yeah, man. So um, welcome, man. Um, thank you for taking time out and uh, coming on the, you know, the podcast with us. Um, 
usually it's a little bit more calmer to, than this, but, but you know, it's you all know. good. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah. So, um, uh, do you mind uh, telling us how old you are and everything like that? Yeah, a little uh, bit about yourself, I should say. Yeah, yeah, I'm 23. Okay, uh, it's like I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was 23. I'm 26. Um, I am from Northwest Indiana. Okay. Um, born and raised. Okay. Uh, my parents are um, from Mexico, so I'm a first generation um, Mexican here. Awesome. Yeah. You speak Spanish. Uh, yeah, fluently. Damn. Awesome. I just told someone I want to get Rosetta Stone. I need to get my <laughs> step my game up. Man. We got Pedro right here. Yeah, yeah. Pedro, Pedro will get us. frustrated with me. He'd be like, man, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know Maybe. what's funny? You know what's funny? I took Spanish in class uh, in high school. Did you? And I understand how people can pass a class with being totally, I don't know any Spanish. <laughs> but my name was Pedro in Spanish class. <laughs> That's funny. Because <laughs> we had to get a Spanish name. Right. So we had to pick one. And mine was Pedro. Pedro. <laughs> I took Latin. And our Spanish teacher used to call us by our Spanish. Yeah, Spanish. yeah, yeah. So I was Pedro. <laughs> I took Spanish and I passed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so. Um, yeah. So I mean, I used to work in a Spanish TV station. Um, really? Mm -hmm. That's cool. But I think growing up to um, being first generation Mexican, that also contributes a lot to my story too. Um, and what does that look like here? You know, and growing mm -hmm. up, uh, particularly yeah. because I grew up um, in an inner city um, where there was um, a lot of people that looked like us. Um, but I don't know if a lot of people were open to you know, the lifestyles okay. Um, okay. that I, that I live, uh, but that I grew into. Mm -hmm. I like to say okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, yeah. So, so tell us about your lifestyle. Well, let me say, so, okay. okay. So what happened was, and, and like I said, in the beginning of doing this, I had all-star guests that I've always wanted to have on a podcast. There's been a few, and I got a few that I've, I've had a few, my grandma being one. And, um, I have a few more that I, I've always said, Hey, this is going to be a guest that I really wanted. So Pedro is jumping into, it's not an all-star person, but I've always wanted to have someone who lived, uh, who, who, was, who was gay. So um, I wanted just to, you know, talk about, you know, the lifestyle and just from, you know, from the beginning of when you knew or, you know, all these, all these um, uh, different questions that I had. I know the answer to some. So I'm, and like I talked to you before, I want to be able to basically almost act like I don't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of want to have that, have that dialogue with you. So if you don't mind that, that's yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. cool, cool. Um, I, like I said, feel free to ask questions. Okay. Uh, okay. Cool, cool, like. cool, cool, cool. Um, I appreciate it, man. And much respect, much respect. For yes. Yeah. So shout out to Sam. So she kind of told me some of the backstory. So, okay. Uh Oh, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so okay, let's talk about just when you were young and just kind of like dating and stuff like that. How'd that go? Yeah, oh, so that's what she told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so growing up, I, um, I dated a lot of women. Mm -hmm. um, and, I mean, I slept with a lot of women, too. Not, no, not like, a, not a lot, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, but I slept with women. Um, and for me, that was always normal right like it was my norm it was it's societal right. norm it's mm -hmm. that's what that's what it is that's right what you do that's yeah that's what we were taught that's what we do um and it was all around me right like family friends everybody had lived this very um heteronormative life mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so then i w i came to a point where i would realize that i always had this emotional connection um with women mm -hmm. and my emotional connection with women was always stronger um than they were with men for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, but I would notice that the people around me and like a lot of guys around me were always like, yo, like check her out, you know, like she's so fly, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm not feeling that. Like, what are, what are we talking about, you know? <laughs> um, so then I never, when I started realizing, um, you kind of start asking yourself questions, you know, what is it? Like, why is it that I, I don't react the same way that these other guys do? Mm. Um, what's kind of happening? Um, what, what age how old were you? Yeah, yeah. That, how old were you? Yeah. Ooh, this probably was like in middle school. Okay. Ooh, so like 11, yeah. 12, 13. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um, puberty, puberty. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. But you kind of don't. All those hormones sense. and all those sense. feelings. Yeah. yeah. You just don't, you don't label it, right? You don't pinpoint it at that age because at least I didn't, right? Mm -hmm. Because I was like, I'm not sure what's, what's happening because I didn't know anything different, right? Mm -hmm. um, so then as I got older, like in high school, um, that's when I realized, um, Maybe I'm, I'm more attracted to men physically um, mm -hmm. because they spark that 
whatever that is in me that 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 a woman doesn't spark. That, oh, mm, look at him. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So let, let, let's rewind. So was your is your father? You have your mother and father. Are they married? And were they? Is your father in the home? Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, you because know, you kind of know where I'm going with that because people. Yeah. Oh, his father wasn't there, so he was basically right. yeah. raised yeah. by his mother. So, which is bullcrap. Okay. So your father was in the home. That has nothing to do with okay. that. thirty-two years of marriage, mm-hmm. still awesome. married. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Come on, marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Cool. So, so in high school, you started feeling this. I don't know about this. You know. Yeah. So, were you sharing this with anyone, or was it just something you're keeping inside? I was not sharing it with anybody. Okay. Um, okay. It definitely was something that I had to work through. Um, and like I had mentioned earlier, something that I grew into. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't sharing it with anybody. Um, the only people that I would share it with were those individuals that I would hook up with. Um, really? In high school, you know? I mean, mm. so you didn't even tell like your best friend? No, no. It's kind of by default, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so true. let me ask you. So you said the guys, the guys you were hooking up with, how did that... Like, how's that happen? You know what I mean? Is it kind of like, do you just, did you see someone that you knew that was gay and you're just like, hey, you know, you approached them or how does yeah. that work? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Especially someone not being out that's already dated women. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I have yeah, that's interesting. Um, it's a whole, as cliche as it sounds, that whole gaydar thing. Uh, <laughs> you kind of know, right? Like, you know who's gay. You know who's uh, checking you out. Um I, I'm assuming like it's the same, you know, like in heteronormative relationships, right? Like, you, you kind of know who's checking you out from across the room or who kind of wants yeah. uh, to talk to you. So I think it's it was that way, and kind of one thing led to another. You ask questions, and I mean, you, did you did you have fear in that? Because I mean, especially, I mean, that's like you said, if you look at the, you know, the heterosexual norm, it's like okay, that's what you're supposed to do, yeah. and especially someone who hasn't already who hasn't came out the closet. You know, did you have fears or what type of emotions did you have there to just say, you know, I'm going to try this? Um, I actually didn't have fears. I'm a very private person. Um, at least at that time, I was very private because, like I said, I didn't know what was happening right mm-hmm. um, or what it meant for me. Um, so I just I knew that it was just something that it felt right that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't necessarily scared, per se. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you felt like, OK, I like you. So I want to I want to go yeah. out with you. I want to. OK. That's, yeah. I, I think it was more more scared now of like um like what what are people gonna say, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but not necessarily the act of not doing the act, it. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. The reactions is yes. what yeah. The disappointment. Really? Yeah. Really? So okay, so let me ask you this. So after you had your first experience, like did you talk to your parents? Did you how how did that happen? Why do you ask? <laughs> they don't know. Wait, so your parents still don't know that you're gay even today? They don't know. Um, so here's the thing. Um, dun, dun, How'd you dun, hide that? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a large part of me that believes um, that they, they know. do know. They know. I, absolutely. They know. Parents know. Um, yeah, they know. Once they, they don't want to, I, I guarantee you they probably know. They just don't they, want to admit it right. and just be like, I'm going to act like we don't know. Yeah, and surprisingly, uh, my dad is your typical Mexican macho male. Is he? Um, but I have a closer relationship with him than I do with my mom. Really? And I am about 85% to 90% sure that he knows. He just, you guys have just never talked about it. Um, it's it's almost kind of this, this bond that we just have and this understanding where... You, you, some things are better left unsaid, uh-huh, you know. Uh-huh, and, but, I get it. Because some things that are not said are better understood. You know, you just mm-hmm. understand yeah, yeah, it, yeah. and mm-hmm. this is that. What's understood yeah, doesn't yeah. need to be spoken. I yeah, get it. Yeah, kind of less is more. Uh-huh. Kinda, yeah, yeah, I get it. And go ahead, go ahead. And another wild card, I guess, uh, to the story is that I was raised um, Pentecostal, mm. so my mom is still um, strictly religious. Yep. Oh, okay. oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. that's another reason why we don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you want to tell them? Do you want to say, hey, I want to be able to, because, like, what if you find someone, and I don't know if you're in a relationship now, but if you find someone, or if you are in love with someone, don't you feel like, do you want to say, hey, mom and dad, here's, this here's is the person I love. I love. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am in a relationship. Shout okay. out to Jason. What up, Jason? <laughs> hey, Jason. Hey, you should have brought him You should have brought Jason. <laughs> um, Jason, we'll have you next. No, I, <laughs> I am in a relationship. Um, I do want uh, my parents you know, to be involved in that, in that part of my life. But, uh, 
I think every dynamic is different, mm-hmm. like every parent-child dynamic. Oh, yeah. Um, and the one that I have with my parents, um, because they are so old school and very traditional, um, they, they, I don't think they just want to know right now. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think they're... They want to know. One time, my mom told me that um, what's what her private life was as a child or growing up. That was her private life, and what's my private life is my private life. And there's no need for us to talk about it. Ah, um, she doesn't want to know. And I think that's that was her telling me. I know, I know, but yeah. I know, but thank you, yeah. <laughs> love you, son. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And I think at that point, you kind of just have to, you know, I, for me, I accepted it for what it was, um, and I know that my parents love me regardless and I, I don't feel that I would ever get rejection from them. That's awesome. But yeah. let me ask you a question. Do you think that, do you think your lifestyle is considered your private life now? I mean because you're openly with it, you know, you have a boyfriend it's just that seems like you're okay with everyone else doing except for them, you know? Is Can you that, ask that again? I'm sorry I didn't hear you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Be quiet, Barry. No, <laughs> Y'all lost. <laughs> no, what I was saying was um, you know, you're saying that it's it's is it private now? I mean, you have a boyfriend. You're, um, you know, you seem pretty open with it, other than them knowing. Mm-hmm. So, is that considered private now? Do you, you know, is it? I guess it's private to the extent that you would consider it private. You know, with yeah. that friend. You know, I got you. It's, I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. Got you. It's just I get it, son, and we don't have to discuss this. Right. So yeah. I want to rewind. So back to high school. You said middle school, you dated women, and were you dating women in high school too? Or did you just say, hey, I'm done with women? Or how'd that? How'd you transition? To- uh, yeah, in high school, I had a long-term relationship on and off for five years. Okay. Yeah, up until freshman year of college. Okay. With a yeah. female? Yes. Okay, okay. Now, were you dating men at during the same time? Uh, not necessarily dating, quote-unquote. He caught a, he caught a hook Hooking up. up. I'm yeah. sorry. You know, during the off periods, for the record. <laughs> so did you go through this, like, emotional or this, like, psychological, like, warfare, you know? Because if you were attracted to men, but you were dating in a long-term relationship, did you consider yourself bi? Or were you just, like, what kind of confusion was going on then? For the longest time, I didn't, um, I didn't want to label, right? Because I believe that labels the whole idea of labels were kind of something that society placed on you to put you in a box put you in a box mm-hmm. control the masses gotcha. um, yeah yeah and i so for a long time i didn't label it and i think that's why i said um that i grew into i grew into it i grew into myself i grew into how comfortable i am now with who i am yeah okay. um, i can okay. see that so yeah mm-hmm. so how did you break it off with her did you just say i mean did it once you get in college was it just like hey i'm just going for guys or how did that when did you say hey i'm going exclusively men i don't really feel women in this way anymore yeah that relationship in particular um ended up we ended up uh breaking up because of some argument that just turned nasty i think the relationship got toxic after a while okay, mm-hmm. okay. um so we just had to go our own separate ways but after her i dated um to other women that were serious relationships mm-hmm. in college. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so was it that you were dating them just to? Uh, so, what, what was your reason for continuing to date them if you felt like you mm-hmm. had that that feeling of? Was it still? Were you still battling? Like, I still like women, but I want men. Or how? How? When did that? You know? How did that? How was that? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think that's what it, I mean. I think that's what it was, um, and and the fact that I always, I don't know. Like, I, was it because you're supposed to date women, and you know, do, like, yeah, hey, do you're you supposed like, to. Yeah, society was like, hey, so you date women, and this is yeah, this is what I'm gonna do. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what it was, and as bad as it may sound, like, I'm kind of like really charming, you know. So <laughs> 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 it was like easy, you know, like to uh, to just date, you know, and mm-hmm. I okay. and I would date I women it. at the time. I see. It. Um, <laughs> nah, we got a Bears fan screaming. Yeah. Y'all lost today, heckler. man. He- goodbye, Heckler. Goodbye, right. Heckler. Yeah, Bears fan <laughs> messing with us. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's your name, man? Xavier. Nice to go meet ahead, you, Xavier. T- t- tell him your name, Xavier. Tell him your name. Yeah, we got. My name is Xavier. I'm from Chicago. The Bears. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> yeah, All right. Good, good one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got interrupted by this guy. <laughs> I, I might edit him out anyway. <laughs> That's pretty <Nah>. funny. Yeah. <laughs> so you basically were just kind of saying, hey, I'm going to just continue to present 
this image that I'm supposed to have. Yeah. You know, was that? That's that's a good way of putting because I never thought about that I was going to, I was putting on an image per se because to me it was it was normal, it was right? Normal. It was right. what I had to do. Right. So I never thought that I was putting on an image. Yeah. Um, yeah. but there was something that happened that triggered um me fully dating men. Okay. Really? Um, Detail. And it was I was dating <laughs> a woman at the time. Um I had met her at a college party and um she was in a sorority, uh, and she was friends with some guys that were in a fraternity. Um, and then I ended up becoming really good friends with one of the guys, and then uh, one thing led to another. And then... Uh, he, so you and the guy yeah. hooked up? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So <laughs> one thing led to another. Um, he told somebody else, um, and it kind of came out through like email this anonymous person like emailed everybody um you know that's what i was going to be my next question man how did you do it so long with especially in high school everybody talking everybody knowing everyone's business how did you go so long without individuals being like how does somebody you not know, out you before? yo pedro yeah. messed with such and such you know yeah. what i mean even just like just just the rumor especially high school people respecting me in high school <laughs> <laughs> Love Pedro. Pedro was the he like, you was know what? Don. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Mexican Don <laughs> I, I was I think that, like I always I told Sam too and I'm like uh this is like this is why I was prom king and I was pl- class president you know uh, uh, so I, I was well it seemed like that would have but it seemed like that would have made it even easier to spread the rumor you know yeah I, it didn't happen um, I didn't get picked on it didn't happen I think that's in that aspect, um, I, it was a very privileged way that I lived, right? Okay, okay. Um, because I, you hear, um, like, horror stories. You just hear horrible stories of uh, coming out stories. And I think I'm, I'm thankful for my social support around me. Um, and I think a, a lot of, including my therapist, you know, because yeah, that's yeah. What, what keeps you sane. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of those coming out stories can be very uh, traumatic. Very. Right, uh, right, right. So. Very. So let's go back to the, the fraternity guy. So you hooked up with him. There was a long e- or email sent yeah. out. That's and then nuts. So <laughs> you got so outed in email. That's I did. crazy. <laughs> I did. So how'd you, how'd you handle that? I mean, what'd you do? Did you say, yeah, I am? Or how was it? Did you deny it? Or I tried to whoop somebody's ass uh, <laughs> at first. Uh, we couldn't get to the bottom of it. Pedro's secret thug <laughs> over <know>. here. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't get to the bottom of it. A couple of days later... Um, I was an RA at the time, so I was living on campus. Mm. One of my residents came to my um, to my dorm, my residence hall, as they call it now, um, and she told me, "Hey, there's um, something I want to show you out in the parking lot. Something happened." Um, I walk outside, and uh, a car was vandalized, and it was my car. Um, all four tires slashed, all windows busted open. There was a brick through the sunroof, um, and outside of it, like the the bu- uh, the headlights were busted open, uh, the keyholes were knifed. Um, and they scratched on the side of it, fuck you, bitch, or, yeah, fuck you, stupid bitch, something like that, yeah. Damn. Are you, and nobody, did anybody see anything? Nobody saw anything, uh, but to this day, we believe it was that girl. Girl, that absolutely, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was just going to say, yep. that was that chick, man. Yeah. It could have been the guy. Why would it be the guy? She's mad because it he was it, with it her. Could, hey. Hey, people are crazy. You see how the argument starts? Obviously, we know it was that girl. (laughs) Why would a guy do it? (laughs) If we could get to the bottom of this, I would appreciate it. (laughs) It it probably was her. She probably was hurt. I mean, think about it. I mean, oh, definitely. I would. I mean, yeah. Your your boyfriend leaves you for a guy. A guy. Yeah, that's tough. Oh my god. What? You can even drive your. You can even get your car towed. And guys don't slash tires either. That's girl. That's Please, a girl. No, move. I know some petty men. <laughs> and, and scratch. I know some petty men. <laughs> I know some petty men. <laughs> and Pedro probably be like, he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> so I couldn't get to the bottom of it. So, and, but yeah. I think for them that w- that moment really triggered me um, to kind of just say I need to stop playing these games or whatever's happening. Right. Okay. And I need to really be true to myself. So let's Okay. I mean, violence will make you see the light. Yeah. <laughs> violence uh. will make you see the light. So then you, that was your day of just saying, that hey, was your I'm going yeah. to live this lifestyle. So how was that? I, okay. So I know family, well, mom and dad doesn't know. How did you present it to friends? Was that like, that was yeah, your, like, my car like got coming messed out up. Party? Did you have a coming out party? Yeah. Like, did, what, what did no, his you, car was just coming out. Like, that's what happened. That's because I'm gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but seriously, how did uh, how did you introduce that to your friends? And did a lot of friends say, Pedro, we already knew this. 
Um, no, I didn't get that reaction from people. Okay. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, thinking back, I don't think that you would have, considering you dated a lot of women. Yeah, I didn't get that reaction. Um, and I'm not super flamboyant. Um, I think not. Yeah. I'm comfortable. I'm a little more um, effeminate per se, but okay. not. I mean, as you can tell, like I'm not even really flamboyant in my mannerisms. Yeah. Um, but I've seen guys who claim to be straight more feminine than you know when i met him you came in i was like okay but gay doesn't necessarily equate to feminine i know i'm not saying that but what i'm saying is he's saying he's not you know yeah he's not Mm -hmm. yeah it's not super you know obvious you know so and i i think for me also like when i did um i did a study abroad trip and obviously when you study abroad like you don't know anybody right so i'm like i'm gonna test the waters here Mm -hmm. so when people will ask or people were curious yeah i'm gay and that was the first time that I would actually, you know, like, you'd actually mm, voice it. Yes, mm. like sharing mm-hmm. with people. Um, and from that day on, I think it felt good. You felt yeah, like, it ah, felt yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You felt free. It felt normal. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and yes. it wasn't until about maybe about two, three months ago that um, one of the girls that I dated um, in high school, and then she also ended up coming to the same college that I came to, um, oh. that we ended up having that conversation. Um, so this is where you're at now, or you know, this is, <laughs> how did yeah. how, how did that go? How was that? Uh, he probably been like, I was back there. I was like this back then. You <laughs> just didn't know. <laughs> it was. I don't know. I, she didn't. She didn't tell me that. I knew it. You know, she didn't okay. say that. Uh, it kind of was just. It is what it is. And um, mm-hmm. she was like, I just hope he's treating you right. And that's cool. That's, that's cool. what's she up. Had, yeah, she you got an ally. Thing. That's good. Yeah, no that's hard good. feelings. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, do you now that you're exclusively with men? Well, you have what's the name? Sorry, Jason. 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 What's up, Jason? I'm sorry about that, man. Um, do you have attraction to women anymore? Like, do you get that feeling at all of being attracted to a woman? Um, I find women beautiful, um, and I'm um, even like mesmerized by like a woman's beauty. Um, everything. Um, like a woman embodies. Right, right, right. Um, but for me to be like physically attracted, um, like to hook up with a woman, I don't feel that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Yeah, that seems, especially since you've had, you know, that side, it seems like, you know, yeah. To be. So, yeah, yeah. That was always a question that I've always wondered, especially someone who had already been with, you know, a, a woman. Mm-hmm. And, and now they're, <clears throat> excuse me, and now they're exclusively with men. I'm like, do you ever get that? that curiosity back like man i wonder you know Mm -hmm. so cool man um so let's go back to you know when you were a teenager like let's do you think that it was just that do you feel like you were born that way or do you feel like something triggered it you know when you were a teenager or because you know you always have that conversation of individuals believing that you know, you could be born this way or you can't be born, you know, or it's just, you know, the whole different type of reasons why people think individuals are gay. Oh, they were raised with their mom. That's why. Or they were molested, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So all these other kind of conversations, you know, do you, what, what's your perspective on that as far as with you? I, I believe that um, I was born this way. I, um, I don't believe that I, I chose this. Um, uh, and I know a lot of people believe it's a whole concept behind like nature versus nurture. Like you're socialized to be this way, right. um, or this is just the way that you know that's in the cards for you. But I, I, this is the way that I was born. Yeah. And you were fighting against yourself when you were dating women, so it's kind of like you're like, this is me. This is who I've always been. Yeah. You know, so I'm sorry, society, that it doesn't fit in your box, mm-hmm. but this is me. I'm with it. I, I totally believe that people are born gay. I do think that there are people that experiment and want to just see what, you know, what, want to have sex with someone of the same sex. But I believe that people that are gapping, I believe they're born that way. Yeah, I agree. I, I think so, too. I really do. Um, you know, I've seen too many situations to where even when we were younger, and just how someone, you, I'm just like, you know, you see that. You see the signs. You see the signs. And then, of course, when they grew up, you know, they end up being gay. I'm like, man, we knew that since he was little, mm-hmm. you know. So, and I think a lot of times, man, when you start looking at Christianity and all the different um, individuals who, who bash gays or whatever it may be, I think when they get, I think the concept, if they get over the fact that they think, when they think gay, they're thinking the sexual aspect of it. Like, oh, 
two men laying in a bed right. together um, having sex. That's nasty. There's no way you're born that way. No, we're talking about the psychological aspect of it. And I don't think they ever think they like that. They don't think about that. They're just like, they think automatically sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because so. we're, so, we're so sexualized. Well, and, and aside from that, I, I think for me, like I was talking about earlier, that I, I felt this connection with women, you know, this emotional connection. Um, I think even in a gay relationship, it's, it's the whole concept of being fulfilled. You know, being right. fulfilled emotionally. Um, are they filling your bucket, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, are they checking every box? It's the same way. Yeah, um, yeah. A, a, aside from like the stereotypes that do come with a gay relationship, like the sex, yeah, um, yeah. all the stigmas. So, yeah. So let's talk about. Uh, tell us about your therapy. You said uh, you talked about your therapist and when did you start going? Happy, yeah. What you know? What made you go? And you know? Yeah. Um, I started about six years ago, mm-hmm. um, and I started going because I was really close to my grandmother. Uh, she was the one that raised me, and uh, after her passing, um, I think it was just. I needed help coping with the grieving process because um, hmm. at that time I I experienced loss, but never at um, at that level. At that level, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Um, So I think that's when I started going, and one thing led to another, um, and I started about you know talking about grief and how we grieve and what does that look like, and then afterwards um, it became more about my personal experiences, um, like who am I. Um, because throughout this whole process, remember, like I said, this, I, I officially almost came out, quote unquote, you know, like on the study abroad trip. Mm-hmm. And throughout this time, I was in therapy. Um, so I think it, it all happened at the same time. And I think that really helped me grow into who I am. Okay. Yeah. I'm a huge proponent of therapy. Like, I believe in therapy. It works. It, it's, yeah. it's definitely something that we, especially as people of color, we yeah. definitely don't like to talk about, you know, going to a therapist because we have that whole, you don't put my business out there in the streets yeah. and you're not talking about. No, like therapy is a part of self-care. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, you know, yes, mama, I love you. Yes, church, I love you. But at some point, an outside person that can help me cope, that can help me deal is necessary. Right. Kudos right. to you. Kudos Thank to you. you. Yeah, I'm here for that. I'm definitely here for that. Jones, don't even start rolling your eyes. I didn't roll my ceilings. <laughs> nah, man. I, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't. I'm not against therapy at all. You know, um, I can see, like you said, I, culturally, I see that you know therapy is looked down upon. Yeah. You know, amongst Black people, and uh, only speaking from because I know, right. you know, a lot of individuals. Who'd be like that? That guy ain't gonna tell me nothing. I don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but, but, but yeah, look, no, cele- celebrities. Kid Cudi just came out, mm-hmm. you know, a couple a couple of days ago, saying how you know, you know, I struggle with depression. I struggle with anxiety. I struggle with these things, and I'm checking myself in so that I can get help. Kudos to him, especially as a man, because it's so hard for you all. You have to hold up this whole image of I'm strong. I'm not supposed to cry. Yeah. Kudos yeah. to him for that. Yeah. Just to give an open door for men to say, hey, bro, I'm not okay. I need to talk to somebody. Even in the Latino community, it's not normal to see um, Latinos in therapy. Really? Um, it's Yeah. It's very frowned upon, particularly if the Latinos are uh, very religious. Mm. So I think for me, um, I don't talk to my parents about me going to therapy because that's another thing that they probably would not be comfortable with. Mm-hmm. But I look for things like that, like in my therapist. I wanted a therapist who... Um, who looked like me, uh, who sounded like me, yes. who uh, understood what it was to be gay, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to find that in Indiana. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you know, and you said something very important. I think I think the aspect of the, the amongst us black people, and like you said, I guess, the, you know, I never thought about it in the, um, the Mexican community. You know, our, our therapy was getting on your knees and praying, mm-hmm. you, know, mm-hmm. you know, talking to God. And, and I'm not against that at all. I'm not, not, you not know at what all. I'm saying? So um, I think that was always like, hey, that can be, um, you know, you don't need no other man with flaws to tell you anything. Talk to God, mm-hmm. you know. So, so yeah, you said um, going back to your therapy. So you said you wanted someone to look like you, sound like, you know. So how, you, you were able to find that? I wasn't, unfortunately. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Um, so my therapist is a white straight male. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> So completely, to me, what represents, you know, power and privilege. And I think that was that was an issue for me. Um, but we butt heads a lot. And we had a lot of moments of understanding because I didn't want him to know where I was coming from and what it was. Um, and he's very he was very open to my experiences and, and definitely um, willing to talk about, you know, what it is to be gay, um, mm-hmm. what it is to be a Latino. 
Um, but a, a lot of people um, would go to therapy looking for answers. Um, and so I'm Mexican, I'm gay, um, I'm barely growing into who I am, um, I need help. And it's not like that, right? Because mm-hmm. not, he's not going to open up book and give you all the answers yeah yeah that's, that's yeah you got yeah. some stuff to unpack <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah so uh, i know you're voting for donald trump right no, no. no i'm just playing <laughs> 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 yeah. no. mexican not yeah. even <laughs> not even oh not even no i'm just playing man <laughs> oh he that's makes you so sick so no, you know what you do is you um you you have those conversations that really trigger your thought process to make you think differently right. because he's not gonna give you the answers no therapist is gonna give you the answers Right. That's cool, yeah. man. That's None cool. of them will. No. That's right. Yeah. So do you, um, do you, so how, your friends and uh, that you hang with now, a majority of them uh, gay or do you, well, Sam's not, of course, so I know you <laughs> hang with, you work with her and go out and have drinks and stuff, but how was like your friendship and like, do you, you know, socially, what do you do? Is there like, you know, do you kind of, you hang with heterosexuals? I know your boyfriend gay, of course, but. What do you do socially? That's a good question uh, because I'm still trying to figure that out myself. <laughs> uh, a lot of my friends are women. Um, my best friend um, is is a female, um, but I'm having a very hard time being friends with gay males. Mm. Really? I don't know what it is. Uh, I know a lot of gay males who are friends with each other, um, but I just can't. I can't seem to be comfortable with uh, another man who's gay and just be friends with really yeah why not yeah yeah why not yeah yeah i I don't know most most of the time they they either want something um they want a relationship they want to hook up um, and i can't seem to just you know i I guess i guess i didn't think of it like that so that's like me or you know someone a, a guy hanging out with a real pretty woman you can be friends but it's like yeah i can see that the difficult so how, it's, how it's tough be to difficult. be in the friend zone, is what you're saying? I, I guess I can see that. You know, I mean, hmm. I guess if you have two single, two people who are single yeah. and they're both nice looking, it's like, why don't y'all just hook up? Why don't like, y'all yeah. just yeah. hook up? Yeah, like, I, yeah. You know what I mean? I never thought about <laughs> yeah, that. Me neither. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm sure the platonic relationships consist between, you know, gay males. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But just oh, as yeah. well as two yeah. a male and a female, and a female. can be yeah. friends. But Jones and I are friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see how, like, you know, it, it, it will be difficult, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah. like, being friends with a whole bunch of—I couldn't be friends. With, I can't be friends with a whole bunch of women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I kind of uh, can see. You I get know. it. <laughs> I mean, I get it. So I'm taking friendships applications from any gay male. <laughs> <one of my laughs> <friends. laughs> yeah. So, so uh, is your boyfriend? Is he? Is he real feminine or is he? No, you can't. You can't tell that he's gay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't think you can tell anybody is like gay. Absolutely. Yeah. You I mean, well, but I mean, not at like just looking. Not all the time. I never said all the time, but you can see, you can see, like, I've seen some guys today. I was like, but they were, all day. But they well, were in drag, no, but it's different. No, no, no. I'm not even talking about that. I've seen the guys who were dressed in regular clothes. You could tell. Really? And hey, although it's on. never, yeah, although it's never safe to generalize. That's what I uh, mean. Because we don't know. But, but you kind of can tell. Uh, we understand, you know, we under- We put two and two together from the mannerisms. Um, like he said, Gator. Right. Earlier. <laughs> you can see that. Yeah. like, whoa, he ain't supposed to be doing that. You, uh, know? you know, if we want to ride the PC wave, it's not okay to generalize. <laughs> you know, but. Come on. He's going to get me for that. <laughs> but why not? You know, um, yeah, I mean, he's completely, um, like, masculine you just cannot you can't you wouldn't know he's gay you just wouldn't know right yeah which i don't yeah so i have a question i've always wondered this so like i don't understand like and and maybe you can help me out but i don't understand like a gay a gay male like yourself who's not super feminine but they like to date a real feminine gay guy who almost looks like a girl I, i don't quite get that like why don't you just get a girl? You right, know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, that's a good. I don't mean I. I don't understand either because you know I'm, not, I mean? I'm not. Like attracted the lipstick to those type of guys. Yeah, yeah, like the lipstick. I'm like, why don't you just get a, or like a female who wants to date a butchy lesbian? Because that still doesn't mean they're attracted to men or to women. But he just, look, But that sometimes they look just like men. That still doesn't mean that. But you have to look at it though. Think about it. Still has to do with sexual attraction as well. 
and the body parts and the body parts <laughs> you know what i mean but like even, but even when you've seen like i've seen videos and like a lot of those like real butchy lesbians they wear strap-ons like it's looking like they're like they're having a penis absolutely i'm like i don't i don't quite i don't get that you know what i mean i don't get the psych- psychological aspect of that you I know think, what i mean yeah i think there's um there is a, a psychological component that you know that plays a role in this yeah um it, because one's sex life has a lot to do too, um, you know, with their way of thinking mm-hmm. and like, but it's also, I believe it's also very different from the relationships that they want to have on an emotional level. Yeah, um, yeah maybe. So I think that, I think that plays a Because the, too. I mean, I've seen some, I'm like, wait, is that a guy? You yeah, know, because yeah. I mean, they look like real masculine yeah. talking. <laughs> for example, uh, Young M.A., that, that little girl who sings the, ooh. I'll show you a picture of her. You, I was going to tell y'all. Yeah. yeah. But no, I don't she, know who he's talking nah, about. She, she looks exactly like a guy. I mean, you, you can you wouldn't tell. If you seen she walked in here now, you'd be like, and, you know, she's a lesbian. Okay. So I'm just kind of like, you know. And, 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 you know, of course, like you said, I think that's what it boils down to. Just, you know, having those different emotions that women mm-hmm. have and, you know, whatever. But this girl looked like a man uh, all the way. So I never really, never really understood that. So. And the communication is different too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We we talk a lot about that um, in communication. You know, there's uh, like this male energy in communication. There's mm-hmm. a very female energy in communication. Yeah. Regardless of the individual sex, there's you know these energies that that transpire, and I think people are also attracted to that. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's interesting. I would mm-hmm. like to like to look into that mm-hmm. and see those the different you know type of energies that a male give with a woman get you know because mm-hmm. i think you can have you know i i wonder because i think a, a lot of times you can have a man that has those same that same energy you know regardless if it's the listening or regardless if it's just giving you that 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 advice so that's i would like to look into that's, that's pretty interesting well yeah. communication is innate right so you so if you are like innately born you uh feel that you are innately um a man you're and you have this male energy then that's you yeah. know that's probably what you're gonna give off okay um i don't know yeah that's that's, that's dope i like it i'm here for it yeah but when you close that door that man gonna give you a different kind of energy like <laughs> you know like he's the masculine man when you know <laughs> when the, when you're outside maybe not inside you know i think a lot of times that man turns into a teddy bear yeah <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so but yeah, you know, I um, man, I appreciate you, you know, coming on sharing, man. What would you tell like individuals out there right now who's who's struggling, you know, with with coming out or someone who is battling? I don't know what what's going on inside of me right now. What would you tell someone? Um, I can only speak for myself, right, and my experiences, yeah, and, yeah. and based on my experience, I can say that um, it's it's always better on the other side. Um, mm right and being open it's almost having that anxiety when let's keep it real right when you go get tested right and you have that that anxiety like what mm. if what if i do have something what if i have something right and you don't want to go get tested because what if you do have something yeah, yeah, yeah. um but, but it's once almost, you find out you don't you like ah. it's that relief yeah, yeah it's yeah, that yeah. relief that outweighs that anxiety at the very end and i and I, I think this is the same if you have a strong social support um if you feel safe um share it Um, trust in somebody confide in somebody share it um it's i mean it's hard to say you you might you will experience rejection here or there Mm -hmm. um but you will find somebody that will be on your side yeah yeah do you have you tried to you know do anything within the community as far as talking yeah support groups and talk to kids and anything because i think you'd be great for it totally i'm yeah i'm my wheels are spinning for you already (laughs) (laughs) um i haven't i do a lot of work within the latino community um and with um Shout out to Ayuya, the India Undocumented Youth Alliance. That's the yes, work that, that's yes, the yes. Group. Do you know that? I do. I do. A good friend of mine, L. Roberts, works with them. Yes, she, yes, yes. yes. I, we went to high school together. Oh, so, yeah. small world. We did. Look at Texas yeah. High connected people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I work with them, and we do a lot of work with undocu queer, um, undocumented youth who are queer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So that's also an interesting. Wait, what's uh, explain that? What was? What does that? What's that about? Yeah, so a lot of Latinos who are undocumented, who are who were not born here in the United States, mm-hmm. um, obviously we're not, they're not U.S. citizens, um, so they don't have the same access to resources, whether it's financial aid for school mm-hmm. um, or community resources. 
um, it's that's already difficult in and of itself, right? And it's it's that it's also the same thing we um, as coming out, right? We call it coming out of the shadows because a lot of people who are undocumented, who are not citizens, are afraid to come out. Um, fear of deportation, mm-hmm. fear of um, ICE coming after their family. Um, so can you just imagine being undocumented and being queer? Oh. So that's even My gosh. more difficult, right? I can only imagine the anxiety. And it's particularly and in your fear. community where you don't, you don't feel supported. And one, um, if something were to happen, um, like a hate crime or a hate speech. Who, who's going to support you? And you're not uh, supported by the law because you're undocumented. Oh the law or your community. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. So we work with a lot of those students as well. That's yeah. so awesome. Oh. Mm-hmm. I just love you even more now. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I, I guess if you could, before we end, or as when we end, I guess you can give uh, some documentation as far as that, and we can put it in we'll our... We'll definitely put the links in our SoundCloud yeah, so people can get so resources. Cause we, yeah. That's the one thing I told Jones. I said, when we do this show, we have to make sure that it's not, you know, about hate and any of that because I'm definitely an open and affirming person. Mm-hmm. I work for an open and affirming organization. My church is open and affirming. So it's one of those things that people need to know they have an ally. Yes. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, people need to know they have allies and they need to know that people love them and that people care for, about them and that they want the best for them, regardless of who you love, regardless of where you lay your head, mm-hmm. regardless of your social status. So definitely we will put all that information in our SoundCloud because we definitely want to be a resource. The stakes is high. is here for you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> have you seen, um, before we go, have you seen a big change from the, when you've come out to what society has come, you know, turned into even within the last, let's just say, like five years? Have you seen a big change in, you know, the acceptance or, you know, people being less ignorant to the gay community? Yeah, I think um, the whole legalizing of same-sex marriage, I think, played a big role, obviously, in being a little more accepted. Um, It's when Indianapolis created that whole uh, We Serve Everybody campaign, you know, where the businesses were putting that out there. Pins must go. Yeah. 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 I remember that. that. So I think that had a lot to do, too, like particularly Indianapolis. I've been in Indianapolis for about eight years now and when i first got here i don't i don't remember it being as gay friendly as it is now right. um, it wasn't yeah it definitely no. wasn't everything from like pride fest mm-hmm. um to places where uh, the gay community can go and socialize yeah. and just hang out and feel comfortable yeah. mm-hmm. i think all that has expanded too yeah that's cool yeah so. that's huge that's huge you know man i appreciate the gay community one because um you know i look a lot of times i spoke on it like i wish our community would take you know, a piece of togetherness that you guys have, you know, the gay community sticks together. Oh, definitely. You know, um, I think it's because they're all they have, you know, I think, you know what I mean? You know, and I think it is, I mean, in fairness, I think it is a newer movement, you You know? Oh, absolutely. I think it's a newer movement that's become bigger. I think, I mean, you know, I think when you look at the civil rights movement, you know, I don't think you had a gay movement at that time. Not, uh, not on a large level. You know. and, and that's one of the things for me that I, I always say, like, that's why I was such a huge proponent of gay marriage is because somebody getting married is a civil right. <laughs> it mm-hmm. has nothing to do with their religious background. Yeah. It's a civil right. But so, you know, why would you be mad that someone wants to marry someone that they love? Yeah. You know? Yeah, no doubt. But, you know, and and what I was saying, what I and what I've always said that, you know, the community, you, you guys stick together. And what and the, I guess the reason I was bringing up from. Um, it's a newer movement compared to like you know the the black movement right. mm-hmm. because you know we've been fighting for a long time. Right. You know what I'm saying. Right. So and so have the gays because there's been a lot of gay people who have been. But I'm talking about like the organization organizing. I think it's a newer movement. You know what I mean. So I wish you know I wish we can take a little bit of that. Um, you know um, a little bit of togetherness that they have and say hey. You know, come on, community. Let's stick together and mm-hmm. let's let's move mountains. Like you know, like a lot of the, the gay movement has, man. They've, you know, they made some trend. They made oh, some yeah, moves. They made some you know, man. Yeah. They changed. They made you know that Pence months go, man. Mm-hmm. That made that mug change his whole mind. <laughs> 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 it had. I mean, literally, they had millions of dollars saying, "Hey, we great leave Indianapolis if y'all uh, don't make this change." My <laughs> employer, you know, what my I mean? employer, we moved our convention 
we moved our regional yeah. assembly. There's dollars in the gay community. There's dollars in the gay yes. community. And that's what I mean. Yeah. And, you know, so, and there's, yeah. there's dollars in the black community, you yeah. know what I mean? And I'm like, come on, people. Like, look at Charlotte. They just lost what? They just lost the NCAA. NCAA, yeah. NBA All-Star. Yeah, that's they're huge. I mean, they're gonna, and they're going to keep losing until they yeah. change their minds. Exactly. Yep. And they've so. changed that, that. That's nuts. So yeah, yeah. So you know that togetherness. I wish we can, you know. And I think we've had it. You know, we lost it. Maybe we got tired of fighting. Maybe the system has just said, "Hey, you know, sorry, y'all ain't gonna win." But no, we can win. We can, we can. Like you said, what you just said, Pedro. There's dollars in the community. Yeah, I think that's that'd be a, you know, uh, very important. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, man. So, Pedro, man, I appreciate it. Thank you for yeah, I hope it was show. interesting. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. wait for people to hear you. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, man. Um, you want to do our outro, man, and give us some Spanish and take us high, Pedro and Jones and all that <laughs> good stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Chef, Toy, Chef uh, Oya, you're going to get topped right here. She did a radio voice last <laughs> she time. She <laughs> did. I, have, uh, I used to do the weather, so I have a uh, Spanish uh, uh, here, we here we go. Okay, here we go. I don't know what you're saying, but you can tell me do what you said. <laughs> Buenos días, Indianapolis. Y aquí les tengo el pronóstico del clima presentado por... I don't know if I can say a TV station on here. <laughs> no, you can, our stakes is high as our TV station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> presentado por Stakes is High. Ah, ah, a, <laughs> everybody, thanks for listening. Please remember to uh, follow, subscribe, leave comments, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google. Stitcher. Yeah, all <laughs> we that are good everywhere. Stuff. We're everywhere. Yeah, listen to us. Uh, oh, also, we have an email address if you want to comment on this or talk about different uh, guests you think we should have on. Or if you want to be on the show. Yeah. And, the uh, Stakes is High podcast at gmail.com. All right. Thanks for listening. Peace. Good night. <laughs>